popular singer Rihanna's Unfaithful putting into perspective the ever common phenomenon of cheating. While some say it is inevitable and that some are wired that way, others believe otherwise. But there are ample stories of mistresses ruining marriages, married women looking elsewhere for satisfaction and what have you. On the Super Morning Show this morning, one such woman shared a story of how she dated her best friend's husband for three years. I knew my place and I don't see why I would want to create problems in somebody's home. So I would never even call him when he's at home. Why do you want to work his home? But you wanted something from him. I didn't go for it. He availed himself from the beginning. So I just, I was only utilizing it. Yeah. Did you ever think he would leave his wife for you? No. One day, if he came to you and said, you know what, I'm single now. I was just driving my way. That moment, it was like an adventure. It was fun. But you just didn't want a long-term No, I didn't want anything being committed because of like the experience I had. Mm. I didn't want, you know, something that I would pour my emotions down. So yeah. it was like a safe place for me. So, Sika, tell us, what have you learned? I realized that I betrayed the trust of my my own friend. And due to that, I don't have any friend now. So, that was, you know, like, you know, a big blow to me. And the other aspect, you know, is, you know, to always put yourself first before any other person. Because if you love yourself and you know what you want in life, there are certain choices you will not take, you know, like to be the second woman. Wow. Now, let's check out what people are talking about on social media, Kula. Well, MFA, of course, Wendy Shea is trending, of especially course. on Facebook. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> GH, wake up, wake up, she says. Well, um, Jackson, Mr. Wright, is asking on Facebook, how is Wendy Shea even a celebrity? And uh, Sami Ado is also writing and says, Wendy Shea should know better. At the time, we are trying to discourage people from abusing alcohol. She wants to advertise for a company. It's sad indeed. Those are some of the comments on Facebook, on Twitter of course, MTN Vodafone are trending. And that's it for the midday news for this week. I am MFA Apau. There's more news when you log on to myjoyonline.com. Dr. Mensah Otabil has living word. Please stay. So everyone says I'm a Kosia filler, but it's not like I'm nosy. Or go out to find out the latest filler. It's just that I get 50 megabytes of data free after paying for only the first minute of every call. And so I just keep discovering stuff minute after minute. That's how come I was minding my business, scrolling through my timeline, and I found out Coco has a new baby. Hmm. Oh, and lastly, I learned Ken won the lottery. You see, Ken is my brother's friend. So, hello. Look who's about to vote with the rich and famous. <laughs> Enjoy even more value with MTN Free After One. You only pay for the first minute of your call on MTN Free After One. And the rest is free. Plus, you enjoy free 50 megabytes worth of data to browse your favorite sites. Open where? Open there. So dial star 315 hash to sign up. Good day for you everywhere you go. Terms and conditions apply. There's only one place to set your mood right when it's a Friday night. The weekend warmer with DJ Black. All the hot throwbacks. All the hottest tracks. All the light phone is. Everything.
Instagram's gonna make you laugh and put your mood right on a Friday. The weekend warmer on Joy 99.7 FM with DJ Black, 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. Yeah. Slamming and breaking down the hits with DJ Black on the weekend warmer. Weekend warmer. Yes, my people. Yes, weekend warmer with DJ Black on Joy FM. change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. Winning strategies, nuggets of wisdom, unforgettable stories, all in one inspirational hour. Springboard your virtual university with Albert and Comfort Okran and guests. Planning is bringing the future into the present. A job is for the salaries, mundane, survival oriented and there's no passion, but a career has fulfillment, innovation, drive, a growth path is clear and you can build step by step all the way to the top. Matriculate at 7 p.m. and graduate at 8 p.m. every Sunday on Joy 99.7 FM and live on Facebook. Springboard is brought to you by Legacy and Legacy and Joy 99.7 FM and proudly sponsored by MTN, Enterprise Group, UMB Bank, and Axis Pension Trust with support from the graphic business. This is the Open House Party. This show is all about the hottest tracks, the latest hits, the freestyles, the amazing guests, the live phone is. It's your number one Saturday night show, the Open House Party, on the number one radio station, 8 p.m. to 12 p.m. with the one and only DJ Black. Hashtag Open House Party on all social media platforms. It's the Open House Party. Here on Joy 99.7 FM. Joy 99.7 FM. Bringing hope to many around the globe. Transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otterville. And now, today's Word. Let me conclude with the future tense of our salvation. The future tense of our salvation. Paul was very persuaded or very pressed to enjoying the greatness of the power of God in him. He prayed in Philippians 3, 10 that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Paul says, I want to know the power of the resurrection. Wants to know the power of the resurrection. It's very interesting. If you read Acts chapter 14, there is an interesting record there where Paul goes to preach somewhere and the people stone him to death. Those guys, when they stone you, they, they, they have an art. It's a science. They will kill you. They stone Paul to death for blaspheming. And when the believers gathered around him, he woke up. Not to go to hospital, but to go and preach the next town. It is called the power of the resurrection. Paul says, that is what I want to experience. That when, when the enemy comes against me, I get up. What kills 
people doesn't kill me because I have the power of the resurrection. What puts people down doesn't put me down because I know the power of his resurrection that I may know him. I may know him. That is what presently we are on earth for to know the full extent of our inheritance in Christ Jesus. Okay, let's look at the future tense of our salvation. We are saved in the past by grace. We are saved in the present. We work out our salvation. We don't work for it, but we work it out. We, we make it real. We make it manifest. And then we are saved in the future. There's a future salvation. We are saved by grace. We are being saved and we will be saved. The past is accomplished. The present is in process. The future is yet to happen. The past is for our spirit. The present is in our minds. It's for our mind, for the renewal of mind. The future is for our bodies. Our salvation completes with the salvation of our body. The future tense of our salvation is the completion of our redemption. It's the completion of our redemption. It completes the process that started with Jesus on the cross of Calvary and ends when we see Jesus face to face in glory. That's when everything ends. Spirit, soul, body saved. Now, the spirit saved, mind being renewed, but then when we see him, there will be a final consummation of everything. And one of the marks of the future of our salvation is a new body, not subject to death. It is a glorified body. It is the same body as the one which Jesus Christ had at his resurrection. There is coming a time when God will give us a new body. 1 John chapter 3 verse 2 and 3 says, Beloved, oh I like this. It says, Beloved, now we are children of God. When are we children of God? Now. Presently, we are children of God. And it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. We are children of God, but we don't fully know what we will be. That's future. But we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. And everyone that has this hope in him purifies himself just as his pure. There is a hope of the Christian that when we see the Lord again face to face, not as the one who was born in a manger, but as the glorified Lord, the Bible says we shall be like him. We shall be like him. When Jesus rose from the dead, his body would be in Jerusalem one day and on the street to Emmaus the next day. Next time he's here, next time he's there. They shut doors, his body goes through doors. When he's ascending, gravity can't hold his body. He just goes. They behold him. One day you are going to have a body like that. That is the glorified, but that is the finality of salvation. Your spirit is saved, your mind is renewed, and then your body is finally reconfigured. 
the reason why we are not fully able to experience everything that God has put into our spirits is this body can't handle it. This body can't handle it. So in the future, when we get to heaven, that's what happens. A renewed body. All right. Now, so that's the first thing, a new body. But not only a new body, a new body has to live in a new world that is fully under God's control. A new world that is fully under God's control. And this is how Romans chapter 8 verse 9 to 25 puts it. Oh, I love this scripture. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. Now let me break it down. It says the whole of creation, everything, trees, the whole creation, everything in creation is waiting for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with bad pangs together until now. Not only that, but we also who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. For we were saved in this hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. The scripture is saying the whole creation is groaning because of the curse of Adam. When Adam sinned, the whole earth order was cursed. The trees are not even bearing fruit the way they should bear fruit. Small, small mangoes. Bitter alasa. <laughs> it's all, it's not, that's not, no, no fruit must be bitter. Dogs biting, snakes biting, lions killing antelopes who have done nothing to them. Mosquitoes biting us, fever. The whole creation is messed up. But the Bible says, the day when the sons of God, us, we are glorified, that glorification will also affect the whole created order. The trees are going to be different. The animals are going to behave different. The whole created order is going to be perfected. And that happens when the new heaven and the new earth is created. And those with the new bodies filled with the spirit of God live in the new earth with a new body. That is the finality of our salvation. We are saved unto that hope, the redemption of the body. Now we have the redemption of the spirit. We don't have the redemption of the body, but then we'll have both the redemption of the body and the redemption of the spirit because there will be a finality of what Christ began on the cross of salvation. That is what we are pursuing. And the Bible says those who have this hope in them persevere and hope until the end. But before that time, the heirs, 
must learn to rule. The heir must learn to live in his inheritance. The heir must know the hope of his calling. You are a child of the greatest person in all universe. You are not just a child of a second class God or a third class God or a fourth class God, a river God which dries up. A tree God that can be sawn down. A stone God that can be cracked to make a road. A, 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 a God that can be stolen by a rat. You are a child of the God who created the whole universe. You are a child of the ruler of the universe. The king of all kings. The maker of all things. And you are the heir of that God. I said you are the heir of that God. I said you are the heir of that God. You have his promises. You have his spirit. You have his nature. You're going to start to walk in the victory of that God. But for that to happen, you have to know the fullness of your inheritance. Some of the things God has promised us, our minds can't get it. According to the power that raised Christ from the dead. What power is that? Some of us use that power just to ask God for 10 cities. We use that power to ask God for 20 cities. We use that power and say, God, give me a car. Even a second-hand one will be okay. Oh, God. That power, is that all you can do with the power? You can do more with that power. The thing is, a child of God can be an heir, born of the Spirit, live all his life. And never live like an heir. Because he is a child. He will live like a slave. Subject to the elements. Battered by the devil. Bamboozled by the devil. Broke. Disoriented. Confused. The chastisement of our peace. Was upon him. I have peace. By his stripes. I am healed. I am. I am. Your body may be sick now. But legally you are healed. The sickness is an illegality. Enforcing itself upon you. Because the heir is a child. And is subject to the elements of this world. The moment you get to know who you are. Sickness will not have any dominion over you. Poverty will not have any dominion over you. Confusion will have no dominion over you. Because you know who you are. You are a child of God. Born of his spirit. You know the full riches of his inheritance in us which is according to the power that he raised Jesus with I don't know about you but I think you've got power somebody say I've got power say I have the power say I have the power over sin over sickness over confusion over defeat I have the power. I have it. Now, we're going to pray. And you're going to use that power. The centurion understood that power a little. He says, I say to this one, go. And he goes. He doesn't say to this one, go. And then run after him to say, is he going? Is he going? (laughs) No. 
You don't pray and check whether the prayer has been answered. You don't command a devil and check whether he's living. When you say, Satan, go, you don't go and check up because you know the power will send him away. There is power in you. Let's rise up together. We're going to pray.